You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip from TripAdvice.com. And today's episode is sponsored by Spartagen XT, your all-natural supplement to help you boost your sex drive, boost your libido, maintain erections, create erections, and be a rock star in the bedroom. So if you have any trouble with keeping an erection, if you have any trouble with testosterone, maybe you're getting to that age where it's starting to drop a little bit and it starts to drop over 30, but maybe you're in your 20s and you're worried that it might be happening to you or you just get nervous with girls in the bedroom. I want you to check this stuff out. Go to SpartanLibido.com. Like I said, it's all natural. It's an over-the-counter type of supplement filled with herbs and vitamins to help you really boost your testosterone and boost your libido. So go check it out. SpartanLibido.com. That link will be in the show notes right now. Today's episode is an interview with a good buddy of mine named Robbie Hemingway. He's the master at texting girls. And you'll figure out why in just a second because you're going to hear our episode together, our interview, and you're going to listen to him tell you the five rules of texting and how he is so good at it and how he got involved in it. He is from textingtricks.com. So if you want some texting tricks, go to textingtricks.com. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And today you're going to learn from him, again, some of the biggest rules that he has found that applies to texting and some of the bigger ideas and concepts behind it. He's my go-to guy when it comes to learning about texting. So don't take anything with a grain of salt. Listen to this guy. Use his stuff. He's the freaking man. Textingtricks.com is his website. So here you go. Listen to our interview, Robbie and I talking about texting. Here it is. Hey, what's going on? I am here with Robbie Hemingway of TextingTricks.com. Hey, dude, how you doing? Hey, what's up, Trip? How are you, man? Good, good to hear from you again. Yeah, it's great to hear from you. We did a YouTube video, uh, I don't even know, maybe it was like three to four months ago, and guys loved it. Ton of hits on that thing, and we're back here kind of almost by demand. A lot of people liked it so much, and I was like, you know what? Let's just get this on a podcast so we can spend a little bit more time together and just talk everything out and hash out some more cool texting techniques. So I'm glad to have you back. Yeah, it's great to be here. I know last time I had some some nice tricks for all your you know for all your listeners, and uh, the good thing is I got stuff that's light years ahead of what anyone else is doing. I've been testing it out for the last five or six months, and it works amazing. I mean, the amount of success that you have with these stuff, uh, and you know, and these tricks and strategies, it's just it's just off the charts. So I'm happy to you know share them with all your listeners and and you know help them along with their text game. Yeah, absolutely. And let me give you a little background on this Robbie guy. He's not just some guy who just is testing out texting stuff. I mean, he is one of Hollywood's top club promoters. And so this guy gets numbers all the time, right? All the time. So he's constantly texting people, constantly on his phone with a lot of different girls. So that's how I know that he's got really great stuff that is going to be helpful for other guys who are listening on this. So is there anything else you want to share about your background? I feel like I'm trying to, you know, promote you here. So guys 
really listen to what you have to say. Yeah. What am I missing? Uh, I mean, so four years ago, I was a normal guy working in mortgage. Uh, I would leave the house before the sun came up. I would go home after the sun went down. I would eat, watch TV, wake up, and do it all over again. And uh, I went to the bars, just like most guys do, spent way too much money to get way too few girls, and just left with a hole in my pocket. And started coming out to Hollywood and got inside, you know, got into the night, the nightclub game. And my entire job when I started was to meet girls and get numbers and get numbers and have girls come out with me. I would get paid to bring girls to the club and party with them. I know it sounds kind of weird, but that's, they would pay me. And the hotter girls you have, the more you get paid, the more you can demand from these places. So my job was to try to find the absolute most beautiful women, develop a relationship over text and get them to go out with me whenever I went out to hang out. And obviously with that comes the bountiful cacophony or whatever you want to call it of women that want to sleep with you because you have that power and that, you know, that status. Um, but when I started, I was texting literally a hundred girls every single day for like three years. Um, I would get anxiety because I would text so many girls and I didn't know who I was texting anymore. I, I would label my girls, um, I had a rating system in my phone. So I, I wouldn't think to myself, I'll text Ashley or Claudia or whatever. I would text the tens. I would type 10 in my phone and I would text all the tens and then I would go to nine, nine 9.5, text those. So it got to the point where I didn't know who I was texting and it actually helped because most guys, what they do is when they meet a really, really hot girl and they text them, even though they've been studying text game, something happens in them where they invest so much before they even start texting that really hot girl they want that everything they've learned kind of just goes out the window and they become that little babbling self that they used to be when they first got uh, you know, into texting girls. So using, using all these little tricks and stuff, I've been able to help thousands and thousands of people uh, really get that confidence that they need and they want and they know they have inside them. They just have to have like some way to bring it out of them in texting women. So that's just a little background on me. I like it. Awesome. So let's get into it. Let's over the course of the years that you've been doing this, let's give five of your best texting techniques that guys can learn from and and implement either today if they got a girl on their phone right now or if it's something where it's a a new girl that they meet. What's some of your new cutting-edge stuff? So the one thing, it's like the end-all, be-all in texting is you have to realize that no matter how slick you are in texting, you have to build a genuine attraction with that girl for her to want to text you back. If she's texting you back and doesn't have that attraction – then you're her friend, your friend zone, because she'll text you back all day long, but you'll never get anywhere with her. You'll be what we call orbiters, guys who orbit around her, but are never enter, but never enter her atmosphere, which is obviously her legs. So there's guys who say, oh yeah, I text a lot of hot girls, but it's the quality of the text that matters. So building that attraction is the ultimate goal. And it starts from when you first get her number, right? There's many different ways to get a number. There's uh, on social media, you can get a number off Instagram, DM, Snapchat, Facebook. But let's just say you do it the old-fashioned way and you talk to a girl in person and you get her number. Now, you got to realize that you're not the only guy texting this girl or getting her number that night. She can get five other guys' number. Why are you going to stand out? What are you going to do in that transaction that's going to make you stand out and make her want and expect and wait for your text message? And I know there's a million dating coaches out there with a million different ways how to do this. 
I'm going to tell you what works for model celebrities, like these the hottest girls. And what I do is this. Um, and, you know, Trip, you might do something just like this, but when I meet a girl, I immediately want to establish dominance, right? That I'm confident and I'm dominant. So what I do is I simply said, hey, um, I, you know, I start reaching for their phone, not to grab it out of their hand, but just gently see it. Um, and I kind of just take it from them. And I say, I'm going to put my number in your phone, right? So you establish a little bit, you know, you establish dominance. And then I tell her to put a code in. So she's going to unlock her phone. Again, I'm giving direction now. She's taking direction. And when I go to put my number in her phone, I don't call myself and then save the number because she doesn't know your name or she may, she may not even have heard your name right. You may be in a club. It's loud or whatever. I open up the messaging and I start a new message. I put the number, I put my number in her phone and then I text myself something like, I love you or I know this is a little forward, but you know, uh, I want to marry you. Something funny, and I said it to myself. And then I saved my number in her phone as Robbie, heart, 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 or Robbie, I want to have his baby. And you save it. And before you give her phone back to her, you screenshot that text message. So it's going to be in her pictures. Now, she's going to look at her phone. She's probably going to laugh because it's a funny text message. People don't do that. And you can start talking about, you can start making a joke and say something like, wow, that was a little aggressive. Usually, you know, I, I like girls to take them on a date first before they get so aggressive with me. Something that girls usually tell guys, I like to flip it back on them. Um, the next morning when she wakes up, she's going to check her pictures and mm -hmm. what she's going to see. Your screenshot uh, where she texts you, I love you or whatever funny thing it is. Um, that is going to make you stand out compared to other guys, um, especially guys trying to be really cheesy when they when they first intro text a girl like stupid stuff like it was great meeting you. I hope we can catch up sometime. Wow, we had a great conversation. Maybe we can catch up over coffee. Would you like to go out sometime? They they go for they go for the juggler right away without building any attraction. That's why guys get rejected so much and so soon. Um, so I know that was a lot, but that's the way that I, I've been getting my numbers for the last like four or five months. Um, I like that too. And there's a lot of confidence in that move. You know, you do something like that. It just shows that you're not intimidated by her or that you're not scared. You know, it just there's something very confident and also just funny and playful that can really up the attraction that's already there. Exactly, exactly. And And what I always tell all my guys is – the the most like the biggest thing that they have to realize is that the crappier other guys are at texting women, the better it is for you. Because if everyone else is mediocre at best, and you come in here with superior confidence, you're already going to start attracting her, and that's that's a big thing. So that would be like the first one. I mean, you got to get her number first. Okay, cool. Uh, so the first one's getting her number putting your phone number in and then texting you from her phone. Correct. And then saving your name with hearts after it. And you can even throw in what I do is, hey, if you ever forget my name, just type in a bunch of hearts in your text message and I'll pop up. I like it. Yeah. That's great. Okay, cool. Let's go to the next one. Okay, so number two is, and this is a mistake that a lot of guys make, um, and I call it overkill. It's a mistake called overkill. Now, a lot of guys do this, and the un and the reason why, and the underlying reason why, is because you're too needy. 
And the reason I call it overkill is because what you do is a guy will text a girl and if she doesn't respond, he'll text her again. And if she doesn't respond, he'll text her something like, did you get my message? Now it's 2016 right now. I don't know when, you know, whenever you listen to this podcast, but right now it's 2016. People get your messages, right? You don't have to ask a girl, hey, did you get my message? Did you get my call? Of course they got it. We're not in 2001 anymore. We don't have those problems with cell phones. If you text her more than three times, you're being way too needy and aggressive and she's going to want to push you away because you're being too aggressive for her. You have to make her want to text you. You have to make her crave you, attract, build that attraction for you. If you're texting her over and over again and not giving her the chance to respond, she may be legitimately busy working, doing her hair, out at the gym, whatever it is, you're suffocating her. And girls don't like to feel suffocated. They like to feel like they like to feel like they have the freedom. Uh, so right, overkill right. is uh, the number two worst thing. Is And then guys tend to get aggressive when a girl doesn't respond. You have no idea how many times I've seen guys text a girl, hey, it was good meeting you. The girl's busy. Hey, I text you. The guy responds again. Hey, uh, excuse me, like w- w- you know what the fuck? And then get mad and say, oh, you're you know you're really fucking ugly and you're fat. Like go die. Like the guy will literally just text a girl just because she's not responding, and then think that somehow they're going to respond back when they do that. It's it's right. just it's terrible, yeah. terrible. Right. Okay. Go on. Okay. And the number uh, I would say the third thing is. You got to realize that texting, it's a virtual game that you're playing. Right? There, are, there are no physical looks involved in texting. It's a mental stimulant. And being mentally attracted to someone is a hundred times more powerful than being physically attracted to someone because the physical fades. And it doesn't matter how good looking you are. I see this all the time. If you're, if you're too aggressive, if you're, if you're needy, if you don't know how to play your cards right with women – it doesn't matter how good looking you are, they're not going to want you. So texting is a virtual game. So the better you are at it, it doesn't matter what you look like, how much money you have, uh, you know, your status, you build that attraction mentally with her and she will want you. Uh, and guys make this mistake of turning it into a physical game by sending selfies, by sending dick pics, by sending pictures of your body to her. And what a lot of guys don't realize is that your dick, to a woman, does not affect the same way that their vagina affects men. They're different creatures. We're like beasts. We're like dogs. Men are dogs, right? We, we like meat. Women are much more emotional and mental uh, about attraction. So if you're playing this virtual game and you infuse the physical into it, and unless you look like Brad Pitt, you're going to ruin your chances with this girl. Um, not only that, but if you live in a smaller city, and a girl, I had to see this, it happens all the time. You send a dick pic to a girl. She's going to show her friends. Her friends are going to laugh about it. Now, even though she may legitimately like you, her friends know what your dick looks like. So next time you go and you hang out with her, she's going to be embarrassed to hang out with you around her friends because her friends already laughed at her and she doesn't want to get ridiculed by her friends. That makes sense? It's like this circle. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah. So do not send dick pics, guys. Don't send pictures of your abs or you being sweaty after the gym, thinking you look good, you don't look good. And right. even if terrible you do, idea, still cheesy. I don't care if you're ripped, if you're jacked. It does not 
look good. It looks cheesy. And those pictures are there forever. You know, once you send it, you send it. Plus, what you got to realize is you want girls to be trying to please you, right? You should not be trying to please them. You should try to have them seek your validation. So if they're, if they're sending you pictures of them all the time, they're looking for validation from you. Right? They're, they're, they're sending you stuff in the hopes that you would say something positive like you look, you know, you look really sexy or you look good or, you know, not bad, stuff like that. But if, you know, if you don't know how to play that game and you turn it physical, you're going to ruin it. Right, exactly. I mean, that's the whole thing too is a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is stuff you got to realize not just for texting but in the in the game of attraction itself and how it all works, you know what I mean? You can spend a lot of time at the gym working out to look good to attract a woman and don't get me wrong, something great that you should do, but there's other things that are going to make more of a difference to attracting women, you know, in terms of your personality and your masculinity, things like that. Exactly. And and perfect example is here in Hollywood, I mean, there's a lot of people who are actors, models, you know, everything. So people are very, very aware of how their bodies look. And it's because it's huge here. We're, we're, it's the most vain city in the world here in Hollywood. So there's a lot of good looking people here, right? And I can tell you hundreds of times this happened where a really, really good looking guy will go up to one of my girls, start texting her, or you know, get her number, start texting her. And immediately, immediately, whatever attraction that had been built in person is completely obliterated as soon as he starts texting her because he thinks he's going to bang her right away. He doesn't build the attraction first or whatever attraction is. He doesn't have any text game and he ruins that attraction. And she's like, "Ugh, you know, I don't care if it's a six pack or eight pack. Like he's, 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 he's ridiculous in text messages. He's, he's gross. Like, I don't like him. I don't want to talk to him again. Nothing. Um, so, you know, as, as a guy, you need to realize that again, physical looks do not matter. It's a virtual game. So play it that way. Awesome. I love it. Let's keep going. These are great. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So that was number three, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. Number four, uh, it kind of goes along with the being needy thing and because need, being needy is, is probably like the worst problem that guys can have when they when they text girls right. but the the fourth one would be uh realizing your self-worth and knowing that you know you're busy just like anyone else so you don't have to be immediately available as soon as she texts you right like if she texts you don't have to text back within the same minute just because you're really happy she texts you back it's okay to be busy it's okay to say it's okay to not text back and say you know i've, I've been busy or you know so think about something. I used to use Donald Trump as an example, but now that he's running for president, I don't like to use it. So let's just say like Tony Robbins. Right? Everyone knows Tony Robbins. He's busy. Right? You're not going to text him and get a text back right away because he's busy doing stuff. Um, being busy typically equals being important or dominating your path or working towards some type of singular goal that you want in life. People are attracted to that. People respect that. Um, you can't go to the best doctor in the world and say, hey, can I see you tomorrow? No, he's booked for months. Why? Because he's sought after. So a lot of guys are scared or if, they're, if they don't respond right away, they respond back saying, oh, hey, sorry, I was doing this and this. And they give this whole explanation on why they weren't immediately uh, uh, available. No, it's okay to be busy. You don't have to apologize for doing something that's you know where you're trying to dominate your path. It's not a bad thing. People respect that. So don't apologize for every little thing. Don't 
and uh, don't be available all the time of every single day. You have to create that 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 want that attraction. And if you if you're like a little lap dog where you know she texts you and you immediately respond, well, there's there's nothing left to be desired because you're available whenever she wants. Right, right, exactly. Tell me more about that a little bit. Okay, so for instance, I'll give you an example. Um, and girls do it to guys all the time, so this should be very easy for anyone listening to this to know exactly what I mean. Because you text a girl and she doesn't text you back, what do you do? You wait, you stare at the screen, you count the minutes between. You say, "Well, she, it's been 15 minutes. Should I text her again?" Right? She's she's not doing it. She may be not texting you back for a reason because it works. You start getting anxiety. You start feeling that little gut wrenching feeling in your stomach, and then a day goes by. She hasn't responded. And that's when guys typically do the overkill thing. Uh, you know, when you text them, hey, did you get my text message? It's all about the waiting game. And that's that's something I talk about in, you know, in, in the product text god is uh who's gonna win that game? Right? If you're not texting, if you're just texting one person and all you're doing is you're thinking about that girl and, and all you're doing is thinking about banging her, so you're using purely like physical, carnal emotions about her. You're gonna be thinking, why is she not texting me back? Why is she not texting me back? Now, if you if you had the confidence uh, to get numbers for girls and you're texting multiple girls at one time, then if she doesn't text you back, it's not that big a deal. You, know, you have other options, but if you invest all your time and energy into someone who hasn't reciprocated that back onto you, you're gonna want. You're gonna start. You're gonna wait. You're gonna getting you're gonna get anxious you're gonna start worrying and see why she hasn't texted you back and that comes through girls can smell that a mile away like when you're needy like that uh it's very unattractive and she may just be waiting for you to establish some kind of dominance not text back but there are ways to get a girl back who hasn't been responding to you um there's a whole chapter on it in text god that i talk about on how to reinstate that relationship even if she hasn't texted back for six months or if you're friend zoned, um, which is the number five thing I'm going to talk about in a second. But uh, yeah, I mean, there are ways to get to get her back. There are certain things you can say in those situations um, to spark it back up. There are ways to infuse social media um, with a girl who hasn't responded to your text message, but follows you on like, let's say, Instagram. Um, if she's not responding to you, you, ob- you probably did something when you were texting her that kind of killed the attraction and you made a mistake. So you might want to go back and analyze what you've sent to her because a lot of times it's not her, it's you. You know, you you did something that made her not want to text you back. Um, so kind of just figuring that out, um, analyzing yourself. I mean, this is science, right? You don't, you can't do the same thing and expect this different result. If you do the same thing, you're going to get the same result. You know, analyze what you've been doing uh, and fix it. And if you don't know how to do that, well, I have a product called Text God, and it shows you every single thing that I've ever learned. Awesome. I love it. Let's keep moving along. What's the next one you got? All right. Uh, number five was the friend zone. And uh, this is probably, for most guys, this is the scariest place that they can ever be. You know, um, just a, a close third right after hell and prison. Uh, so the friend zone, it's, I mean, it's its own kind of prison, I guess you could call it. But the friend zone is actually not if – you're, if you're put in there, obviously you don't want to be put in there. But if you're put in there, it's not the worst thing in the world, right? Um, what girls have the hardest time with is trusting someone. If you're put in the friend zone, then at least she trusts you, 
right? She's probably telling you things she doesn't tell most guys, and but she doesn't look at you in a physical or in a sexual way, more like a, a trusted confidant type of way. So it's not that's not the worst place to be in. The worst place to be in is when you've done something horrible and she doesn't want to text you at all and doesn't respond to you. That's even worse. So with the friend zone, the way that you break out of it, and there's this very specific sequence that I go to, um, that I go through. There's a ch- whole chapter on it as well in Text God. But basically, you have to let that relationship thaw out and reset itself to a certain extent. If you're in the friend zone and you keep texting her like a friend, she will never see you as anything but that. But if you take a second and you realize that you need to reset that relationship so she views you in a different light, in a more uh, in a more manly, like more more sexual way, then you need to let that relationship thaw out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the longer it sounds it sounds like a paradox, but the longer that you wait, the more the the easier it will be for her to see you in a different light. Because during that time frame, she's probably gonna meet another guy. She's probably going to get hurt by another guy. She's probably going to have trust issues with another guy. So you as an option are starting to look better and better the longer it goes. Um, the other thing that you need to do to couple that up um, and increase your chances of being able to get that girl who you like is you need to work on yourself. So if she follows you on social media, you just don't text a lot. You know, Let's say she follows you on Facebook or Instagram. You need to do things that it's going to paint you in a more superior light and a more dominant light than you had in the past. So let's so say what's if, some stuff that, that you do. Um, so let's say for instance, you're, you're on social media, right? And you want to look more appealing to her. You can post pictures of you doing something athletic or you doing something. Um, and this is getting into social media um, seduction and stuff like that. But I'll, I'll, I'll touch on it a little bit. Um, you make yourself look in, uh, you do active stuff, you do intelligent stuff, you do inquisitive stuff, you do funny things on Instagram. So she's going to be looking at your thing and be reminded of like all the stuff that you and her talked about because she's not going to forget that stuff. And she, even though you're not texting her, she's going to start thinking, oh yeah, you know what? That was really funny that time that this happened and this happened. And then what you do is after you waited long enough, it could be anywhere from like a few weeks to a few months, depending on on how bad you were in the friend zone, you want a reminder of good times. So there's a text that you send that's going to bring up a memory. And you don't have to say, hey, how have you been? Anything lame like that? Because what if she's been really bad? You don't want to bring up negative stuff. Uh, so instead of saying, hey, it's been a while, long time no talk, all that cheesy stuff, guys, send her. Just say, hey, I was just thinking about that time that we, and then whatever good time you had with her, you basically list it out. And then she's going to respond probably with something like, oh my God, yeah, that was so, that was so much fun, blah, blah, blah. And then that's her opening to, she's going to probably ask you how you've been, or you can ask her to hang out at that point, whatever it is, but you need to have that relationship fall out a little bit because you have to build that, that separation. Um, they always say distance makes the heart grow, grow fonder. And I mean, that holds true when you're in the friend zone. You know, I'm sure there's some girls that you knew in high school that were like, maybe not as good looking. And now you follow them on social media or Facebook and they got really good looking, right? So that, that thought you had of them as like the dorky, kind of underachieving, ugly girl, now she's blossomed into someone else. So your view on that has changed. Right. Uh, you know, so that's the same thing that happens with two women with men. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. The same exact thing. Exactly. Cool. Okay, what else can you tell us? Um, so I think the, well, those are the top five, some of the biggest mistakes that guys make. Um, Jesus, so much. I know, I mean, we don't... Is there is there one more kind of little technique or something that you could tell the guys in terms of, you know, like kind of similar to the first one of something they could say or something they could do to just be more attractive over text and get the girl to meet up? Yeah, um, one, one of the biggest things is guys don't know how to... Uh, they don't know how to flirt over text. They're overly aggressive, and there's a big difference between pre-sex flirting and post-sex flirting. And guys, if you don't know the difference between those, you're gonna go overstep your boundaries, and you're gonna either seem, you know, gross to them, or too aggressive, or uh, just nasty. You know, um, you have to know when is the right time to talk about certain things or certain acts and certain body parts, as opposed to other ones, because. Uh, remember, mental attractions first, physical attractions afterwards. And one of the things that I would suggest guys talk about before you ever even have sex with a girl is don't talk about how perfect her legs are or, or, or how her eyes are sculpted by the gods and all this stuff because they know it's bullshit. Right? Girls know they're not perfect. And uh, typically, you know, the hotter they are, the more insecure they are. So... If you say you're perfect, there's nothing wrong with you. I've never seen someone so beautiful. First of all, it's bullshit, and they know it. So don't act like that. Right. You know, girls don't want to hear that. They know they could smell it. Like I, like I say, girls smell BS from a mile away. And if ten guys are texting her that she's perfect, and then here you come along saying the same thing, guess what? You're not standing out whatsoever. You're gonna she's gonna throw you into the mix with everyone else. Um. So instead of talking about things. Like if you saw her last Friday and she had a really, really sexy black dress on with a gold necklace, all right, instead of saying, oh, your legs look perfect, no, say, hey, last Friday when I saw you in that black dress and that, and you know, that necklace, you look, you know, you, you look amazing or you look, you look really sexy, something like that. Something that's going to make her sing, oh, wow, he wants me just for more than just my body. Like he actually admires the way I look in certain dresses because you got to realize girls, when they dress up and they go out with you, it's not just like they just throw something on, right? They take time and they examine everything. They might change 10 times. So if you, if you analyze little things like that and you, and you use them, you're going to be, you know, she's going to look at you as being thoughtful. And um, one little strategy you can use, because, you know, us guys, like, again, like I said, we're, we're like dogs. All we see is meat, right? But one little trick you can use, I call it the notepad trick. And... Again, you're a scientist, so every little thing, every little breadcrumb that she spills for you of knowledge, you're going to soak that up and you're going to put it in your notepad. So, again, if she looked really good in a black dress and a gold necklace, you're going to put that in your, in your notepad. And what I mean by notepad is you're contacting her uh, for her. There's a little – on the top right, it says details, right? There's a little detailed part. And you press that. is if you have an iPhone. You press that and all the way at the bottom – there's a note section. And guess what? Everything that you learn about her is going to go in that note section. She tells you how many brothers she had, her favorite color, her favorite food, her favorite movie, um, what she doesn't like because you don't want to talk about what she doesn't like. So if you if you hit a sensitive subject and you can feel that backlash from her, guess what? In your notepad, you're going to say, don't talk about this. And you don't talk about that. So um, you, know, you do that and you start learning about her and then you can use a little breadcrumbs further on down the line to bring stuff up like hey you said your favorite movie was this 
oh, wow, he actually remembered my favorite movie, not like all the other 10 guys who I told and then they they forgot about it. Or even worse, you talk about a movie that's not her favorite movie. You know, guys are like, oh, you said your favorite movie is this. And she'll say, no, I never said that. That's, you know, it's the wrong person. Um, so you don't want to be caught in that situation. So using the notepad trick is going to help you a lot. You put everything in there and you, and you use it to your advantage. You're collecting information. You're like a scientist. I like that. That's original too. I mean, how many guys are really doing that? Less than 1%. Right. Far less. Right. And then then you wonder why you're not getting anywhere because all you're talking about is, you know, guys always default to, oh, but I mean, you look hot. Yeah. Okay. That's great. But I mean, do you really have any more substance than that? Or are you just trying to like, you know, trying to get a piece of meat? Right. Exactly. I love it. Robbie, dude, this has been amazing. Where can guys find out more about you and learn more about these kind of to-dos, what not to-dos, and techniques? Um, so if you want to get some information, I'm giving away the 67 best text openers that you can send a girl. Uh, and it's from any situation from, let's say, the first intro text com- uh, compared to if you meet her at a bar or if you're trying to ask her out on a date or if she hasn't talked to you in a while. It's a, it's, it's a PDF I'm giving away. It's at textingtricks.com. Awesome. So go to textingtricks.com. Robbie, thanks so much for kind of sharing some of this knowledge, some of these uh, just crazy things you've really learned over the years and and the bigger ideas behind them and how to applies to attraction in general because I think that's really the most important. Absolutely, 100%. It's great to be on here. Anytime you want me back on, let me know. I have a million and one little strategies and tips and tricks, and I'll be more than happy to share them with that we know with all your listeners, man, because I really appreciate you and and uh, and all the stuff you put out and all the stuff you make, all, all the advice is really, really good. And if you're a listener of you know of this podcast, you're really in a good place because I can't tell you how many times I see these self-proclaimed dating coaches just give some really bad advice, and people are getting just no results, and they don't know why. And it's because well, maybe the teacher you're learning from is you know not really a teacher at all. Um, but you know, you, you have it down. I, I see all your videos on YouTube. Obviously we've known each other a few years now. Um, so, you know, congratulations, man, on this podcast. And if you're listening to him, the stuff he says does work. So keep listening. Awesome, dude. Totally appreciate the kind words. Yeah. Thank you so much. We'll definitely have you back in the future. Definitely. And thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.